Our focus in this session is on verse 11. We spent a couple of sessions on verse 10. And the, the question is, how do gifts of God and word of God and power of God and glory of God all team up here to have their effect? In other words, what, what I want us to see is when you focus on a passage like this and let the words and the concepts have their cumulative effect, you come away with an overwhelming sense of how God-saturated not only this text is, but the gathering in which this text uh, describes uh, the use of the gifts. So, Father, we want to see how God centered and God besotted and saturated this text is and why. What what effect should that have on us? I pray this, that you show us this in Jesus' name. Amen. So get the context with verse 10. As each has received a gift, so each of us, each Christian has a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So the picture we have is God's grace is being poured out through gifts into each other. So the, the, the grace of God, God's varied grace, comes through these gifts and we minister it, we serve it to one another. Now, in verse 11, Peter gets more specific about the kinds of gifts that are manifest when Christians come together to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Now, and notice, by the way, that, that gifts and grace are not the same thing. Grace is, is everything in its many varied forms that comes from God that meets our needs of every kind. And gifts are the peculiar capacities that he gives Christians to mediate that grace to others. So grace goes through gifts down to us. And if we try to short-circuit this and only get grace directly from God rather than availing ourselves of the preciousness of the Christian church and the gatherings where people minister grace to each other, we are cutting ourselves off from something very, very precious. Now, verse 11, he gets specific about these, these gifts. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves, as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him, to God, or to Jesus, belong glory and dominion forever. And ever. He gets so caught up into how God exalting and God centered this whole thing is that he turns it into a doxology at the end. So Peter is talking about two kinds or groups 
of capacities for mediating grace, namely speaking and serving, right? Whoever speaks, let him do it this way. Whoever serves, let him do it this way. Now, pause and ask, are those mutually exclusive? They're not. When, when, when we speak, we're serving people. And when we serve, we often, in fact, usually and helpfully mingle our deeds with words. So don't, don't think that speaking is not serving and serving is not speaking. They, they overlap. But it is clear here that Peter is making a distinction between these gifts as words and these gifts as deeds, isn't he? I think that's implied as he puts them beside each other. And so the question is, if you're going to exercise your gift and minister grace, God's varied grace, to one another with words, and if you're going to minister God's varied grace to one another, serving and being good stewards to one another by your deeds, how do you do it? How, how do you do it in such a way that it's God's grace that they receive? And he gives two specific guidelines. The one who speaks, let him speak as one who speaks oracles of God. And the one who serves, serves, let him do it as one by the strength that God supplies. So the, the strength and the power of God is the resource for serving, and the oracles of God is the resource for speaking. Now, we could get really tangled up in the details here, but let's, let's stay just a little above that and say, isn't it obvious that what he wants to say is, as we gather in small groups and begin to minister with our gifts to each other, the grace, the grace of God, we should not say, my words is what is needed here. I can minister the grace of God with my words. He says, no. No, if you just have your words, people will not experience the grace of God through your gift. If you want people to experience the grace of God, then you have to be carried along by speaking out the oracles of God. It doesn't mean you have to be inspired like the Apostle Paul and write scripture. It just means you need to key off of, be saturated by, be speaking out in all kinds of ways, the oracle of God. Don't let your words dominate. Let God's words dominate in all of your effort to minister grace to people. When it comes to service, he's saying, don't rely on your own strength. If you rely on your own strength instead of God's strength, how are you going to expect people to receive grace, varied grace, to each other when it's really you who's doing all the acting? So when, you, when your deeds are done, do them in the power of God. 
And when your words are spoken, do it with the word of God. And why? In order that, in order that, in everything, God may be glorified. I'm going to stop here because I want to take one more session on this whole unit here. But what we've seen so far is how densely God-centered this description of the gathering of the church is as we seek to take God's varied grace with gifting that God has given and steward it so that when we speak, it is God's words that we speak. And when we serve, it is God's strength that we serve in so that everything God will be glorified. You just can't miss how dense this is with God. So how different that is with so many gatherings of Christians who expect to do good to each other and really hope to see the 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 grace of God abound. It won't abound unless the power of God is relied on and the word of God is spoken.